Hi, and welcome to the Kent Now podcast. I'm Mayor Dana Ralph. In this podcast, you will hear from city leaders, city workers, and engaged residents. We discuss local news, current events, and provide educational and engaging content for the Kent resident who wants to stay plugged into our community. Thanks for listening. Now here are our hosts, Josh Mossberg and Tracy Taylor. Bring it back. Is I don't know, but I like it. Are we good? Um, we are getting there. We're good, I guess. Are we taping? Where we are recording now. And we have been right for the last. Well, only last like ten seconds. As I get it, it got us all set up. You always miss the good parts, Kyle. I didn't mean to. I was a little slow on this one. The good parts, Kyle. Welcome back to Kent. Now (laughs) it is episode eleven. It's a number that's one more than ten. Yes, can confirm. And. It's Clay Thompson's number. You know who Clay Thompson is, right? Of course. He is the... Is he retired? He still plays. Not for the Cougs. He plays for, I believe it's the Golden State Warriors. You always ambush me with all this sports stuff that you know I'm not going to know anything about. And then you're always like, do you know who it is? And then I'm like, no, I don't, Tracy. You already know I don't know who that is. You're trying to shame me for not knowing anything about sports on the mic. No, I would never shame you. I'm just helping you with your sports knowledge. How about that? You like that? Sure. Let's go with that. With the episode number 11, Josh, I decided Mm -hmm. to come up with the 11 fun things to do in Kent. Are you ready? Let's hear it. All right. Number one, Kent Station. Okay. Number two, Shower Center. Number three, the Hydroplane Museum. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. It is. To be fair. You need to go. I know. I didn't know it was uh, the only one in the nation. I need to go. Yeah. Are you a hydroplaning enthusiast, Kyle? I think they're cool. It they, is pretty cool. They They're are fun. Cool. They're yeah. fun to watch. Uh, Seuss Creek Trail. We've Love got, our trails. Yes. And Tahoma National Cemetery. If you're so inclined. Mm-hmm. Carpnitos, Pacific Raceways, Mary Olson Farm, Carison Park. New. New Carison Park. Uh, space. space for Kids. <laughs> How about the Great Wall Shopping Mall? They have Shopping. really good boba. Yes. <laughs> and spices and foods. Of course. Yummy. And a lot of yummy got, stuff. Uh, all there. the yummy stuff. Have you ever Dumplings. tried their, um, there's this one restaurant, uh, they have like this bamboo sugar cane Yes, it's thing. my favorite place. I forget what it's called. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's very good. Uh, my personal favorite from that place is the kumquat mm. drink. Kumquat drink. It's very good. Yum. And then <laughs> the Greater Kent Historical Museum. History. Yep. And then, well, we'll just throw one more in for but then that's good measure. 12. Yeah. Well, okay. Then we just won't. But episode number 11. Yay! <laughs> Hooray. Okay. Thanks for joining us again, everybody. I know, <laughs> I know it can be a lot, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening. Surprised we made it this far, but we're still kicking. <laughs> we're kicking chicken, man. Something very exciting that has happened recently that we both saw in the news, Tracy. Yep. Uh, All of the singing and American Idol enthusiasts might already be aware of this, especially Mm -hmm. if you live in Kent. But American Idol just had its latest episode. Mm -hmm. And the American Idol that was chosen was Ian Tongi. Mm -hmm. Grew up in Hawaii. Yep. Moved to Federal Way his his freshman freshman year. year. He's so cool. And he's a season 21 idol. Pretty awesome to have someone from the region, look kind of locally, be featured and win. Yeah. Uh, when's the last time you watched American Idol? Never, huh? Probably never. Yeah. I'm go I with figured never. you would never watch that. I think the last American Idol 
like season I ever watched was when Carrie Underwood won. And look oh, at her wow. now. She's like big time. She's yeah. the host. Or she was one of the judges now. Oh, or was. Is she? Wait, hold on. Stop. Really? Yeah, she was. Or at least on one of those shows. And there's so no, many. No, you're thinking of Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, maybe that's yeah, who Kelly it is. Clarkson's like was on. It? Okay, it's wasn't a she on show. the episode? Or wasn't she on she that too? She won one, yes, but See? she's on, I believe it's called The Voice. I don't know. The Whatever. Voice sounds that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Sometimes like I'll be on Instagram Reels or TikTok, mm-hmm. like, and one of those American Idol or singing videos will come on and I'll listen to it and it's like, oh, that's cool. They sound good. Yeah. And then, um, what's that? Is it the voice? I don't, I don't know what show it is where they have, they're like facing away from the singer. Yeah, that's the voice. And they'll hit the button and then they'll spin around. Yeah. I that feel, looks cool. I feel like you need one of those chairs in your office. I do. <laughs> and then every time someone comes in and they need something or they want to talk, they have to push that button and then it'll automatically turn me around and then I will sit there petting a cat in my lap and I'll say, <laughs> I've been expecting you. <laughs> Isn't that Dr. Evil? You need yes. one that just okay. does the opposite though. Just, and just when you're done away from them, when you're done with it, just, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just time around. for you to leave. I feel like that's one of our bosses that does that. <laughs> you go in there. I have a question. Spin away. Spin <laughs> away. All right. So we have got uh, a chalk load. Wait, what? Chalk load. How much is that? I don't even know what that is. Okay, how about we are chalk? Is that a sober word? I'm not sure, but you know, I like it. it We're just going to, no, I meant to say we're chock full of really good news in this episode. Stop laughing at me. It's funny. It's chalk load. Mushmouth. (laughs) All the time. Anyway, and when we have good news from Kentwood Softball, Josh. The Conks are going to state for a high school state in Friday in Richland. Big year for sports for Kent, really. Yeah. With the Thunderbirds, um, we had Kent Meridian soccer go to the playoffs, I believe. I believe so. A lot of good things happening. It's a, a sports revival happening in Kent. It's a renaissance even. We should tease our special guests on the show today. Should we? Yeah, go ahead. Spoiler alert. Some pucking good guests are on the show today. <gasps> I love that. Ooh, All right, moving on. And sticks and stones do not break these bones. No, never. Mm-hmm. Unstick breakable. Right. Congratulations to our public works, too. This week is public works week. So a shout out to our public works team. And we've got some fun tidbits, too, about them. We'll be sharing them all week long on social media. Mm -hmm. Just some photos of our different uh, divisions in public works and a little bit about what they do. We have a lot of different jobs and roles and people that work from, you know, the design to the construction, engineering, environmental, uh, just the people that keep the city running every day. So if you're ever curious about, you know, how does the city function, um, that could be a good place to check that out. We also do a lot of street stuff, which is kind of cool. Street stuff, yeah. Yep. A lot of traffic Overlays, stuff. Overlays, r- road repairs, mm-hmm. filling those potholes. Street stuff. Well, a You'll, lot of people are mad about potholes and they want to know. Always want to know. I'd say about 50% of the messages that come through to our inbox are about potholes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. On, on social. Our crews are working hard to get those taken care of. Though. Pretty they sure are. we have an app for that, too. We do. Thank you, Kyle. It's called the Kent Works app. Ooh. You can also go to kentwa.gov slash kentworks. That's the best way to get those potholes repaired. Love it. Fun fact, actually, Mayor Ralph told me this okay. uh, a few months back. Kent, unlike some of our neighbors, uh, not to name names, Kent actually has the majority of our potholes filled within 72 hours. Really? Of them being reported. Yes. 
It's so, actually more than like a majority because that makes it sound like it's like 51%. It's some, it's some like really high number. I don't remember what it is, but we're on top of it. There are definitely like those problem areas. But the thing is, if you don't report it, we don't know we about don't know. it. Exactly. You know, we don't have like, I don't know, pothole seek and, dis- and repair <laughs> drones out there. Like no, our we staff don't know needs what you to know about know. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we track that info. Help us out. Help us out. Love Report that. Them. Okay. So now that we're talking about great things that are happening, I think this is the perfect time to talk about our special guests. All right. Today we have some very special guests. Do we not, Tracy? I think they're more than special. More than special. Yeah, because they're one, they're athletes. Okay. Okay. Elite athletes. Elite. Totally. You guys want to tell that, us who yeah, you are? You want to tell us who you are? I'm uh, Sam Popwich with the Seattle Thunderbirds. I'm Makai Sanders. And I'm Jordan Gustafson with the Seattle Thunderbirds as well. So what is your workout schedule? Yeah, uh, during playoffs, we kind of ramp, ramp it down quite a bit just to save some juice for the games. Sure. But, uh, but in season, we're, we're uh, trying to find as much time as we can to, to get the legs going and get the upper body going just to make sure that we're in as good a shape uh, as, as we can to, to win a championship like we did. Fantastic. For sure, for sure. So a question that I was wondering, me and Kyle were actually talking about this before you guys came in. Do you guys have any of those, like, I don't know, some sports teams, you know, people on the teams have, like, these superstitions or these rituals, right? You guys got, like, a lucky sock or something <laughs> like that you keep on before your games? Uh, or uh, I'd say that every one of the boys probably has a little bit of superstitions like I'd, really? yeah, I'd, I'd probably say everybody including our coaches and all the staff have okay you know a little something are those like their own. top secret information like if you told us they wouldn't work anymore oh uh, i don't think so i mean every man to their own i guess okay but, uh, okay the I, was, team, but. I was just kind of wearing the same suit to every home game which is kind of greasy but it <laughs> turned out but uh yeah i think there's some guys who are more superstitious than other i know some guys don't really like to be superstitious because it may mess with their their head before the game. But uh, there's definitely guys I can think about who okay. were doing the same thing over and over again. It's kind of weird to, to some <laughs> people, but it works out. So what about like a, like a hype up song or like a warm up song? You guys got something you listen to in the locker room or on your own? You know, while warming up. Uh, we actually had a it's called a Thunderbird song that we had this year. It's by Brett Will and okay. uh, yeah yeah. Pumped all of us up. We we played in the room after every home win, so uh, got nice. us going. Sweet. Does coach do anything after a win? Like, you know, if you think about it, Gonzaga Bulldogs coach Mark Few used to do handstands all the time after the big wins, right? So does coach do anything like that after you guys win? We usually have like a meeting of, you know, what went well, what didn't go oh, well, so, but uh, I wouldn't say anything so extreme nothing, as okay. handstands. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, not quite. I mean... After the championship win, uh, I'm pretty sure he wanted to, but I don't think he ever got to it. Tracy was actually talking to the coach earlier. He mentioned um, that you guys took a few lessons away from your last season and were able to implement those this season. You guys want to maybe touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it was all three of us were on the team last year, and we made it to the finals, and we ended up losing that year. So I think kind of right from day one at camp this year, everybody was pretty motivated to get back to where we were last year, and we had a lot of returning guys, so... We had a lot of belief that we could do it, and it was kind of a goal right from when we got here. So I think we used that a lot, and yeah, I guess it was just worked out well. What is it about hockey that you guys just love? I mean, like when you started out as young boys, you know, and you're like, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. What drew you to this sport? Well, I, th- I think just uh, a, a lot of our team is from from Canada, except for Sandy actually here. But, Where uh, are you from? <laughs> I'm from Gig Harbor. Oh, really? Yeah. Local. I love that. Yeah. yeah. 
but uh yeah hockey's just so so big up there and, and it's definitely growing growing down here in mm-hmm. seattle too and it's Definitely nice to be a part of that, but uh, yes, r- race since day one, it was always fun going out to the outdoor rink up uh, up in Canada and and, and kind of just messing around with the puck and fiddling around and and it's a uh, it, it's a great community, great great team sport. You're always meeting new people and uh, there's a lot of uh, lifelong buddies that that I have that I'm still talking to that I played on teams with like five or six years ago that I I'm still in contact with. So Do it's you, just a great environment. Do you play against them? Yeah, there's definitely guys that 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 I grew up playing with and and playing against that I still play against these days, and it's kind of kind of, kind of funny uh, just just seeing those guys on on different teams, and you may have may have won a championship with them five years ago, and now you're playing against them in the finals or something like that, and uh, it's, it's definitely fun. A lot of my buddies from back home still play hockey and stuff like that. Maybe not in this league, but when we go back home in the summers, we all hang out all the time, and it's pretty cool. That's nice. Uh, yeah, um, I don't have too many guys from back at home that play hockey mm-hmm. just because it wasn't very popular uh, in Washington I, very much like growing up. But uh, I also picked up hockey when I lived in Canada for a year. So uh, I just think it's so, just so big in the Canadian culture. Right. So, you know, when I picked it up there, I just kind of fell in love with it and brought it back home. Nice. So. You guys are headed on the road here. How is everybody feeling about that? Pumped. Pumped? Yeah, we're pumped. Oh, that's what I want to hear. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're all super pumped. It's not every... Every day that you get to play in a Memorial Cup, it's a pretty Absolutely. pretty big uh, tournament and one of the hardest tournaments to win, I I, I think. So uh, just super pumped. I think we're all going to take it all in and, and, and really enjoy, enjoy ourselves there and hopefully get the job done. Looking forward to it. I know uh, we were talking earlier, they mentioned it was going to be uh, broadcast. So mm-hmm. definitely going to be promoting that, encouraging all of our residents and listeners. Do you guys got anything to say to listeners, Kent residents, about... Uh, your season or what's ahead? Well, I think the main thing is that that uh, we we definitely enjoyed uh, all the fans coming out and definitely made a really big impact on mm-hmm. on our long playoff run. It was it was a super exciting playing in front of all the fans. We I think we truly got some of the best fans in the league, if not the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all of them to come throughout the playoff uh, run, it was it, it was awesome. Yeah, definitely got it right on the spot there. I mean, you know, uh, the Seattle fans are the best. Uh, you know, we love just coming out and being able to play for them and we love the reactions they give us whenever they're in the building it's definitely uh you know it's definitely uh memorable mm-hmm. you know it was uh we just love when they come out and how much energy they bring to us and uh, you know we loved having them around all season yeah i just i think the same thing as you guys said just thank you to everybody it was an unreal year still got a little bit of work to do but i think ever since i was 16 playing here it's been the same all the fans coming out and I'd we just all really appreciate it. it. You guys might not know how much it helps, but we really hear you guys when we're on the ice and it helps a lot. So Ian mentioned something. I want to actually circle back one thing because I'm thinking about this now. So Ian mentioned that some of you guys have already been picked up by NHL teams. So have you three been picked up by NHL teams in the draft yet? Jordan has. Yeah, I have. Really? Yeah. Where are yeah. you going? With uh, Vegas. No, the okay, Golden the Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Too bad really not cool. the Kraken, but you know, <laughs> the Golden Knights, they have quite the show too. So that's oh, yeah. fantastic. Great spot been, to land. Yeah. Thank you again for being yeah, here. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank yeah, you for having, having us. us. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And since we know nothing about hockey, because we really don't know anything about hockey, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have a we're professional on the phone with us. A hockey expert, exactly. guru, enthusiast even. Totally. And he's actually a very good friend of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ian Furness. 
Hello. Oh, how are you? And if you guys, you have to be hockey experts. We're a hockey town now. Uh, well, yes, because, you know, I know that you're interested with the Kraken and you do all kinds of stuff, too. But Ian is a not only is he a hockey enthusiast, he's a hockey expert and he works at Sports Radio 93.3 KJR and Fox 13 in Seattle. Tell us your relationship with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Oh, wow. Uh, well, it goes back to about 1991, I guess. Um, my first on-air job ever was doing intermissions and pregame and some color analysts and then on their broadcast on KVI way back then. And then I was their play-by-play voice for a few years before moving on and doing some other hockey play-by-play elsewhere. And, and uh, But I've always had a relationship with them and Colin Campbell, who is their president, a good friend of mine. Yeah, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, so you got. Sounds like you've got a lot of history. Did you, any particular feelings you were feeling seeing the results coming out of Friday evening? Well, I'll tell you, it was odd uh, in this sense. I, you know, the broadcast and Tracy knows this. The broadcast community, no matter what it is, or you know what we're looking at, whether it be sports or you know, news or traffic, weather, whatever it might be, you know, we're kind of a, a weird dysfunctional family that competes, but also is, is close. I, as such, I got asked to do a favor to work on the Winnipeg ice radio broadcast Friday. Uh, they were short a guy. And so I was going to the game anyway. I said, well, I could go and, you know, drink some beers and go to the Ram beforehand, or I can actually help a guy out. So I was doing the, I was working on the ice broadcast, which is their broadcast. And, trying to be somewhat objective watching my <laughs> team that I've got a lot of close relationships uh, win a championship. So I was going through a lot of emotions. And then afterwards we did live shots for Fox 13. So that was a little bit more fun and festive, but yeah, the emotions were cool. I, you know, the franchise came into existence as the Seattle breakers in 1978, I believe it was turned into the Thunderbirds a couple of years later. As you guys all know, they played out of the Mercer arena and the, and the old key arena and the old Coliseum for years before uh, Kent, built that just fantastic facility in the showware center and, and they've only won now this is their second championship albeit in the last six years the first one they won in regina saskatchewan not even on home ice so this was a highlight of all highlights for the thunderbirds and their fans the atmosphere was absolutely incredible that building is loud anyway it's loud with three thousand people much less Rick Ronish to sell me sold tickets that they didn't know they had. So now that they've got the championship under their belt, what's next with this Memorial Cup? Tell us how important this is. Tracy, it's an interesting dynamic, to be honest with you, because the Western Hockey League champs, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League champs, which same level, same league, and then the Ontario Hockey League, there's the three leagues. Now, I'll just take a step back. Western Hockey League, Ontario Hockey League, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Those three leagues make up what's known as the Canadian Hockey League, the umbrella nation. And by and large, the National Hockey League drafts players out of those three leagues. Think about it in this sense. They're a little bit younger, but it's a lot like college football or college basketball in the sense that the NHL gets its, that's, that's its talent pool. That's where it gets its players from. Okay. For example, the Thunderbirds have 10 players already drafted by NHL teams oh, on their roster. Wow. They'll, they'll have a, they'll have another probably five to six this year they get drafted uh, off of their roster. Now, the, the NHL, much like Major League Baseball, drafts players at a young age. You draft them when they're 17, turning 18, and sometimes 18, turning 19. And then they hope they develop. And what they'll do is they'll come back to their junior team, like the Thunderbirds, for probably two more years before they move on to the National Hockey League. So 
you know, they, that's a, it's a feeder team to the NHL. You're seeing the future of the NHL with these guys. Their champions play every year for the Memorial Cup, along with whoever the host city is. And this year, the host town is British Columbia, so the Camus Blazers, who the Thunderbirds actually beat in the playoffs. They're the host team, along with the Thunderbirds, the champs of the Western League, uh, the Peterborough Peets from the Ontario Hockey League, and the Quebec Remparts. What that is, I don't know. Did that in French in high school. Uh, but Quebec's there as well. Those four teams playing a round robin starting this coming weekend. And the top team out of the round robin goes to the final game, the championship game, next uh, a week from this weekend. And then the next two play in a semifinal game. And they play for the Memorial Cup. Canadians will describe the Memorial Cup as Canada's final four. Okay. It's their version of the final four. All right. Bigger deal up there than it is here. It's hard here because, honestly, the Western Hockey League, what, what the players in this league go through in terms of travel – and it's just a tougher, more physical. Anybody's been to a Thunderbird game, you know how physical that is. Mm-hmm. And the Western League is a little more physical. The travel's a lot harder and longer. By the time you win the WHL title, you're done. You're gassed. And the WHL hasn't had great success in the Memorial Cup lately, probably just because of that. And honestly, I think most of the players in the dub, that's their, that's, that's it for them. The kids back east that play in the Ontario and the Quebec League seem to cherish the Memorial Cup and put more priority on it maybe than the kids out here. But, it's still a big deal. I think Seattle's really good. I think they got a chance to do something. No team in the Dubs done for a couple of years and take a run in this thing. Nice. The fact that Kamloops is in it, they've already beat Kamloops, helps too. And by the way, Seattle hosted the Memorial Cup back in 1992. Wow. Is there a chance for that to come back? Yeah. I'll tell you, Tracy, in a whole different, whole different sidebar, I think that we are going to get in our community, in our area, either a Memorial Cup, or a World Junior Championships. And the World Junior Championships are a huge deal. International competition uh, takes place over the Christmas holiday. You need three rinks at least. Well, guess what? Showwear, Climate Pledge, Angel of the Winds. We've got three rinks. Yeah. And it's all kids It's all kids that play basically, you know, the, the best tournament for kids 20, uh, under 20 in the world. It's a really big deal. It's a huge, huge tourist attraction. I don't know about the Memorial Cup because there's so many Canadian sponsors. Uh, it's been in Spokane, it's been in Portland, and it's been in Seattle. But I think just because of how the sponsorships work, I think we've got a lot better chance, and I hope we do, at some point see um, see a, a World Junior Championship. It makes all the sense in the world. And I know Conley Wiki and the, the uh, Kraken have looked into that. You know, it's, It rotates every year between U.S., Canada, and the European uh, hosts you know, country city. So I have a fan, I have a feeling that we'll see a world junior championship soon. And if, if you thought that Kent station was crazy and full during the Thunderbird playoffs, mm-hmm. wait till you have, I don't know, you know, thousands and thousands of international fans and especially Canadians and, and fans from back East rolling into town to watch team Canada, team USA, the Swedes, the Russians, etc. cetera. It, it, it's, it's incredible. I, I, I think it's going to happen. I think it, and it's going to be a massive boost to our economy in probably Kent, Everett, and Seattle. Nice. Well, we're, we're definitely crossing our fingers for an exciting hockey future for Seattle. I bet, hey, I bet, I bet if you go talk to, I bet if you go talk to your great mayor, knock on her <laughs> door and say, listen, I'm here and the world juniors are coming. She'll either say no comment, clam up, or I don't know how she reacts to news, <laughs> Tracy, when you guys give it to her that, you know, you know something that you're not supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Just go Go throw that at Mayor Ralph and see what she says. Okay. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Get back to you on that. Hey, so uh, one, one last question, Ian, a little bit more lighthearted here. 
What is your favorite or go-to order if you're ever at the Showbird Center at a hockey game? Yeah. Need a munchie. What What are you getting? Oh, beer. <laughs> okay. Right well, <laughs> besides the obvious, right? Um, you know what? I haven't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't eaten there. I usually go somewhere at Kent Station before the game. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Can't. I. I would be. I would be lying. I can't even remember the last time. If I go as a media member, I probably just sit there and drink, sip on black coffee and in the press box. Mm-hmm. If I go as a fan, I'm usually I'm usually meeting a group and going somewhere beforehand. Uh, I mean, you got all the places at Kent Station, and of course, you got you know Airways down the street and stuff like that. So yeah, I I, I, I usually go. I usually pre funk somewhere else. Love and, that. Uh, it's just libation. It's just libations at that point inside the show where. Ian, we so appreciate you breaking down this uh, Memorial Cup because, quite frankly, we really didn't know what we were getting ourselves into, other than the fact that we knew that we were champions, and that's about it. And and there there will be a banner raising on. Next, next year to start the year and a second big banner with a couple other division and conference banners going up in the show wear. And the more banners you have, the better that building looks, which is awesome. And, uh, and by the way, the games are on TV. Oh, um, nice. I know they're on the, yeah, they're on the NHL network and I believe Fox 13 plus. I think we're going to carry them on Fox 13 plus as well. Uh, the first game for Seattle is three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So. Well, fantastic. Looking forward to it. So Ian, thanks again. We are going to get to uh, talk to a couple of our, well, champions coming up here in just a few minutes on the podcast, too. So, Ian, thanks for your time today. You bet. Thanks, guys. A big thank you to Ian Furness from 950 KJR and 93.3 KJR. You can catch him on both the AM and the FM dial and from Fox 13 Seattle. So a big thank you to him and his time today. All right. I know we've been talking a lot about space recently. Space for kids. Curzon Park. Mm-hmm. That's gonna We're going to touch on that here in a bit. And we've talked about it a lot already, but... Within the realm of space, we have some exciting news. I want to congratulate Blue Origin. They were recently selected by NASA to launch the second Artemis lunar lander. They're going to develop and build upon uh, the progress they've already made Mm -hmm. so that NASA can explore more of the moon than ever before. They're adding another human element to it, like the human landing system. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. article in itself is really, for people that are not really into space, is really digestible. Like you will understand what they're saying. It's not, it's not, Overspeak, so to speak. Does that make sense? Overspeak, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like that. Yep. It's like understandable. It's, yes, very understandable. So this uh, new initiative basically is going to, like Tracy mentioned, add a, another human landing system and increase the competition. Basically, they're looking to reduce cost to the taxpayer, support uh, more regular lunar landings, and just continue to invest in what they're dubbing the lunar economy to help NASA achieve its goals on and around the moon in preparation for continued future missions. So sounds like they're really just trying to get more people up there. And a big congratulations to Blue Origin for this contract. So that's really exciting. All right. For everyone that enjoyed our Kent Summer Concert Series last year, I have some exciting news. They are returning. We have a series of live music performances happening all around Kent starting July 6th at Lake Meridian for Thursday nights at the lake. We're also going to have Wednesday picnic performances at the park at West Fenwick Park and Chestnut Ridge hmm. starting on July 12th with Nodditz. The Nodditz are so much fun. A lot they, of fun. Yeah, and the kids love them. They're all over the place. Talk about bouncing everywhere. Everywhere. Nice weather, cool stage, bring your picnic blankets, your little sandwiches, maybe your uh, you know homemade lemonade and all your little... Oh. Um, 
mac. I don't know. What do people make at home and bring to picnics? Mac macaroons, dude. That's is what came to mind. You make those at home. Do you know how I don't, hard I, it is to make those? No, that was probably a <laughs> very bad example of what to bring from. I don't home. know who just whips up a batch of macaroons. <laughs> All right, um, what what do you bring from home? I think you were trying Crackers. to say macaroni salad. Macaroni salad. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going for. Then you just took a left at macaroons. <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, everybody loves a cookie at a picnic, but I'm thinking if you're going to go picnic, you're going to get yourself some salads, Mm -hmm. um, some cheese, charcuterie board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. I love me a good charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Kent Station. That's date night. Grab yourself something to eat. Have yourself a little seat and listen to wonderful music that's got quite the beat. Okay, she's she not a rapper her, though. She's not a rapper. I'm going. <laughs> Grab yourself gonna... something to eat. Get a seat for a treat or whatever you said. Oh, look at that! <laughs> oh, there you go. You could get a treat at the AMC if you want to continue your date after the. Now it's your turn to rhyme. I just did. No, that no, didn't... I stole his. Mm-hmm. Huh? So it's okay. Ready? Yep. You can get all the deets mm. online. Oh. At kentwall.gov/events. There you go for the sweet treats. We already said treats. Well, okay, fine. You can't say that again. Since we wanted to talk about deets and sweet treats, why not pick up those sweet treats at the Kent Farmer's Market to take to the concert at the park? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about that? I think that's a lovely idea. I love that idea, too, where you can grab yourself some fresh produce from our Kent farmers around here. Living Well Kent and Kent Lions Club all support and are in partnership of this Kent Farmer's Market. It starts on June 17th, and it goes well into the summer. September 9th. I'm looking forward to getting some, I don't know, artisanal crafts. Tracy, what are you getting at the Farmer's Market? What's lettuce. your like, go-to? Lettuce? Probably lettuce, vegetables, because nobody wants to buy vegetables from the store, especially when you can get them fresh here in Kent. I mean, let's be real. Flowers, mm-hmm. Farmer's Market flowers are always, always a woman's first choice. You okay. are going to grab yourself one of those big bouquets for 20 bucks and they last for like a week and a half. You can't do that Solid. anywhere else. Let's talk about Splash because everybody is excited about 4th of July. I don't know about you, but I'm making my plans. I am as well. And we have some uh, pretty exciting news. Some people are, this is going to be um, something that people either love or hate. Okay. Ready? Yep. For the big announcement. Love it. There will be fireworks this <gasps> year. Stop. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. There yep. will be. There will be. Nice. Very excited. I know a lot of people felt a certain way about things like that. Well, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Like, you know, we love the fireworks because yay, 4th of July, America. Yep. Pretty lights in the sky. Boom, boom. Right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, you could have maybe people that experience PTSD. Right animals so it's a give and take the city has made the decision to have fireworks this year last year and the year before that it did not um but we have actually had some questions in the past about like hey the city said that they weren't having fireworks this year but then we saw fireworks at lake meridian the answer to that is that the hoa can and has in the past applied for a permit to have their own fireworks display it's not actually affiliated with or associated with the city Mm -hmm. So, there's so there's much that. that goes into that. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Thanks for breaking that down. Yep. Broken. Consider it broken. Wonderful. And down. Okay. And then on June 3rd, we've got another uh, summer recycling event at Kent Phoenix Academy. That's from 9 to 3. It's on a Saturday. It's There's a lot happening on June 3rd, now that I'm thinking about it. It's a big day. Yeah. June, July, big months. Lots going on. I mean, it's summer. There's... It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our bike rides because you love to go on your bike rides, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this month is Latour de Kent. Latour de Kent. 
That was my French. I love impression. it. I it wasn't proud. Was it good? Yeah. Did I do good? It was great. Okay. Um, yeah, this one's uh, kind of moderately difficult. 17.5 mile loop around Kent. Uh, basically starts and ends around the Green River Trail. It does have some incline, um, and you probably want to be comfortable riding in traffic. Uh, you can actually check out the full route on our social media. Uh, you might have to scroll down a little bit, but um, you can see the Ride with GPS link and follow along. You went from a French accent to a Southern accent in a matter of a couple well, of southern. sentences. Yeah. What was, what did, did I say that was Southern? Did you catch that too? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I, maybe I'm hearing things. Put some twang on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cornucopia Days is coming up quickly. We're looking at uh, dates in July and the deadline to register for the 5K is coming soon. June 16th. If you want one of those cool retro shirts, you need to go sign up now to participate in the fun run. Cornucopia Days is a good time. It's like a farmer's market, but like giant and there's all kinds of stuff. Um, Fun fact. We Mm -hmm. might have mentioned this before. Love it. Cornucopia Days used to be the Lettuce Festival, where we had the Lettuce Princess. No longer have a Lettuce Princess, sadly. But there will be vendors, booths, food, some games um, all around downtown Kent. It's going to be great. Definitely going to be... If there aren't elephant ears or funnel cakes this year, by the way, I'm going to have to have a word with the mayor about that. I think think you might have some leverage there, though. I mean, like, you have a valid point. People love that. I feel like it's just a staple, right? Like, if you're having... Any kind of summer event, and you don't have either elephant ears or funnel cakes, you need to check yourself. Aren't they essentially doing something wrong? The same thing, though. No. What? What? Yeah, aren't they? No, they're not. Right. What's the difference? I'm not really sure. What's the difference? Aren't funnel cakes like fried dough? But it's like twisted sometimes. (laughs) Like like you? No. (laughs) Elephant ears. (laughs) Elephant ears are basically like a tortilla with uh, butter and. Cinnamon, sugar. cinnamon, yeah. But both of them are fried, correct? Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Just sweet treats. Can you put stuff on the elephant ear besides cinnamon, sugar? I mean, what else is there? You can do as you please. No, <laughs> the elephant ear it's police perfect. aren't going to come by and stop you. <laughs> they might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> why would say, you do that? Why wouldn't why, you? Why would on earth would you tamper with an? Some elephant people ear? don't care for cinnamon. Just saying. <sighs> That's when you go stand in the scone line. Yeah, but I don't like raspberry jam either. Oh my goodness! Well, speaking, well, of, just uh, the speaking of lines, I was at the fair. Yeah, last year. Okay, I waited in line for an hour to get an elephant ear. An hour? An hour. I would have left well, after ten here's minutes. The thing. But, but I feel like, like wow. at that point I was like too. I you was were in too deep. Yeah, I, I was. I needed to get. You're committed like, after a it while. It was not you know? all going to be for nothing, right? Cornucopia isn't. Uh, you know, it's a cornucopia. It's right. not actually. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a, a thing. Yes. Yeah. That they stuffed produce in yeah. that's why i always think of bugles that, oh that's okay not, you know those are I actually really you. good by the way but when i think of cornucopia i think of a um french horn yeah there you go yeah is that what a bugle is a french horn yeah they're the same thing no a french horn is like twirly swirly twirly swirly and then it has it's that big, big honker oh, thing that comes out of they it put their hand in it to hold it <laughs> right okay now yeah <laughs> Cornucopia Day is coming soon, July 15th through the 17th here in downtown Kent. So now that we talked about Blue Origin and NASA, how about we talk about Space for Kids? Carousel Park opened up last weekend, and what a show it was. We had Boeing executives, we had Boeing engineers, Boeing historians on hand. And of course, a lot of the engineers that helped with the design of 
the park. And of course, all of the Lunar Rover, Lunar Lander, the amazing astronaut suit that is still displayed in the park. The kids just took to that Lunar Lander and Lunar Rover like it was it was insane. I mean, the park was busy. We had all of our directors there, uh, a lot of great speeches from the mayor, and of course, um, all of the fun space swag that one could possibly hand out. So thank you to everyone that came out to celebrate the new grand opening of Carison Park in downtown Kent. Josh, we're rolling into Memorial Day weekend this weekend, okay? But you know what next weekend is? Next weekend is like all of the events happening. Memorial Day weekend is like the unofficial kickoff to summer, right? Pretty much. Okay. It seems like everything's happening then. Sure. So then the following weekend is like full steam ahead summertime. So we've got not only the recycling event that we talked about, we have International Festival that's happening at Shower Center. An International Festival, I went for the first time last year. How mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's people from all over the world represented, countries from all over the world, different cultures, different languages. Um, they have booths, information, foods, um, like dances, talks, poetry, even just really just kind of showcasing the melting pot of Kent, right? Absolutely. Because we have such a diverse community here. Many people, many Kent residents were actually born outside of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a really great way to celebrate our diversity, um, celebrate culture and just have a great time. And so when you're finished with that, you just jaunt on over to Kent Station. There you go. Because PawFest is happening at Kent Station from noon to three. A lot of fun, a lot of great animal shelters and foundations, as well as local Kent businesses are getting behind this for not only RASC, Regional Mm -hmm. Animal Services of King County, but some of the rescues right now are overrun with dogs, COVID dogs. COVID cats that have been dogs and COVID cats that have been given back to these shelters because they don't want to care for them anymore. So they need good loving homes. And of course, get your pet license there too. We've got pup cups, pup cups. Everybody loves a pup cup. We've got a lot of free swag, which is going to be fun too. And, um, yeah, and some demonstrations from some dog local dog trainers and dog agility courses, too. Something else oh, that please. I wanted to talk about real yes, quick. Yes, please. Have you ever noticed how squirrel, like if you look closely at a squirrel, right? When you think about squirrels, well, they're illustrated and all that. They have that super fluffy tail. Totally. Next time you see a squirrel, take a take a closer look at that tail. It's, it's not, not it's deceiving. Uh, it's not. It's deceiving. It's a rat tail. Really? Say that. Is it really? It's a rat tail. Oh, yeah. No. That's all fur. It's, they're, they're just rats. Real bushy with fluffy tails. tails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh. They're deceptively cute, but now I can't unsee it. That's the problem because I really was, I liked squirrels. I got a whole family of them that like live outside. My cats watch them and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, want to go and do things, but. Do cat stuff. Do cat stuff to the squirrels. Yeah. Um. But now it's just, I feel like I ruined squirrels for myself. I think you did. Because I just, you can see it. That's kind of a bummer because now I've lived with this fantasy that the squirrels have the big fluffy tails. I mean, they are, but like it's, it's not really. My heart is broken. It's kind of like they're not as, it's not as fluffy. It just kind of gives off the impression that it's like a thick bushy tail. I need to go still cuter though, I guess. They have more hair or like different color that they just don't look as I'm gonna menacing need, mm. okay and on that note let's uh let's wrap things up for episode number 11 what do you think oh fine sure okay yeah that sounds good that sounds wonderful thank you again for joining us for episode number 11 of kent now 
Thanks, everybody. Um, if you have any thoughts about the podcast, we are open to your feedback. We want to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Anything you guys want us to talk about more, talk about less. Um, As a matter of fact, I think the next show, we should talk about what people asked for oh. when it came for Kent Now. Okay. Because we did uh, we did a Twitter poll, remember? I do. And we asked what people wanted from the podcast. So we'll go through some of those tweets. As a matter of fact, I think we should probably repost that poll again. Let's do it. Okay. And in two weeks, we'll come back with the results from the Twitter poll. How about that? Sounds good, Tracy. Okay. Gotta go. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.